Good afternoon, church family. I greet you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining me for this week's Midweek Manna. I've got a helper and uh, a, a companion here. This is uh, our Luke, and uh, I, I wanted you to uh, see him and, and show him off. So uh, Luke is doing well. He's a little over a year old now, and uh, all is good. So his Older siblings are at uh, swim practice uh, today, so I, I, I get to uh, get to hang out with Luke today. So, uh, fun times. So, uh, he will be with us, and uh, as he drops things, I'll do a quick uh, pick up through uh, through the recording. So, let let me uh, let me do this. Let me offer a word of prayer for us this day, and then I'll get right to the book of Genesis. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, very thankful, Lord, for the gift, the ministry of Midweek Man. Lord, bless it from start to finish. Lord, very blessed to be the pastor of Benton United Methodist Church. Bless those who are watching, Lord, this day. Bless our community. Bless our church, Lord. Certainly bless uh, the U.S. of A. In all things, Lord, we seek you, Lord, and love you, Lord. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. So, uh, church, we're going to be talking about uh, the will of God, looking at it through uh, the eyes of, of Joseph this day. So the two scripture passages that I'd like to uh, use and, and reference ahead of time is Genesis chapter 39, verse 2, and also Genesis chapter 39, verse 21. And I'll go ahead and read those two uh, passages. Before I do, though, I'm going to do a quick pickup. So bear with me here for a moment. There we go. We got to get the uh, the essentials, like Luke's bookmark here. Okay, very good. So uh, Genesis 39:2. It says this: The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything that he did, as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. Yeah. Now, I'm going to move over to the 21st verse, and this is uh, moving on in this story in the book of Genesis with uh, the life of Joseph. Uh, he's been put in prison, and here's what it says in verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So these uh, short scripture passages, it, it, it tells us something about uh, the relationship with God uh, and Joseph, just the, the deep uh, spiritual bond that they, that they had uh, together. So the, the title of our uh, devotion this afternoon is The Safety of God's Will. So uh, the, the, the subtext here is going through trials doesn't mean that you're out of step with the Lord. Because I think that's only human nature, right? To uh, question, uh, to uh, be troubled by uh, the fact that when we're going through these trials, although the Word of God never says that we won't, we, we question these things. Why, God? Why, why is this happening uh, to me. So, a, a bit about the will of God. The will of God, we talk about it in church, 
in our Christian circles. We hear repeatedly that the Lord has a plan for us and that it is good. We are instructed to seek it, to embrace it, and to live with it. We are even told that it is the key to our future. But what is it, right? What is the will of God? Something that uh, I, I believe that we've all questioned, we've all wrestled with. So, even though God's will sounds like something we would like and even need, <clears throat> to know the whole idea of it often stirs up more questions than answers. After all, it is the will or the volition that drives the workings of the universe, the paths of empires and the lives of all people, of God, of the all-knowing, all-powerful, unseen, indescribable creator of all things. Who wouldn't want to be more aware of such lofty information? So the, the writer uh, talks a moment about, uh, uh, about himself. When I was a child, I, I wondered daily, am I inside God's will? My internal monologue went something like this. Did he agree with what I chose to wear to school today? Did he want me to eat breakfast at home or in the cafeteria? Maybe the way I wear my hair or the outfits I chose could start a conversation that would give me the opportunity to lead someone to accept Jesus. But I was a mess. I was paralyzed, and every time something bad happened, I was sure it was because I was outside of God's will, exposed to evil because of some misstep. I realize now that I equated God's will with safety. If life was going along well enough, I was accomplishing His will. If not, I was outside of it. I was giving myself much more credit and pressure than was warranted. I've always been drawn to the New Testament, the writer says, and Joseph's story was one that I held close. But looking at it now, I can see I missed a main point in the story. While Joseph was going through serious trials, the Bible repeatedly says and quotes, the Lord was with Joseph. First, his brother sold him into servitude, but God was with Joseph, so he became a successful man, and that's from Genesis 39-2. Then he was falsely accused and imprisoned, but the Lord was with Joseph and extended kindness to him and gave him favor in the sight of the warden of the prison, and that's from Genesis 39:21. So God was with him throughout everything, and Joseph still went through hardships. Did you hear that? I'll repeat that. God was with him throughout everything, and Joseph still went through hardships. I'm not talking about having a bad day. No. Joseph was sold. He was falsely imprisoned. Yet he was still fulfilling God's will. So as I became older, the writer says, I grew more and more tired. Every decision seemed to be a matter of life and death. It was an unsustainable way to live. Ironically, it was only when my fatigue led me to decide I'd no longer worry about God's will that it became clearer to me. 
His will was much bigger than what I wore, where I ate lunch, or any of the countless other factors that concern me on any given day. So reflecting on Joseph's story now, I can see going through trials doesn't mean that I am outside of God's will, but rather that He is with me, guiding me through them. And that has given me peace and rest. A good word, because each of us certainly ponder uh, the will of God, and when it doesn't go our way, we, we wonder, what happened, Lord? What, what is going wrong? So, good word that I wanted to share with you this day. Luke, you did good overall. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. I tell you what, we've been working on bye-bye, so let, let's, see, let's see if Luke can, can give a bye-bye. Luke, you want to say bye-bye? You want to say bye-bye? 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 Look at him. He's being bashful. So uh, I'll help Luke just a little bit, and we'll say we'll say bye-bye uh, together. But he, he is pretty occupied with his bookmark here. So let me do this. Let me offer a word of prayer, and then we will, we will go bye-bye for today, okay? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, very thankful, Lord. Thankful for the very gift of life, Lord, the lives uh, that we have in our lives, Lord. Friends, family, children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, Lord, the church, Lord. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, these lives matter, Lord. These lives mean something. These lives are, in fact, holy, Lord, because you have created them and you have called them good. Bless this day, Lord. Bless our church and bless the kingdom of God in which we live and serve. And we do it always in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Church, you have a wonderful day and you take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.